Welcome to another episode of the Executive Exclusive. I am your County Executive, Julie Giordano, and again, I'm so happy to be here to be able to give you all the updates that we have going on in my office and throughout the county. And of course, with me is my partner in crime, Bunky Luffman, my Director of Administration. So Bunky, thank you so much for being here with me. And currently running Public Works as the And director. my Public Works Director <laughs> and my Public Works Deputy Director. So Bunky is very busy. So any complaints that anybody has are not allowed to go to him because he's too busy. No, we're very, I'm just so grateful to have Bunky. But yes, he is serving as our Public Works Director and our Assistant Director, or no, Director of, I don't even know your job titles anymore. There's so many of them. Right. Director of Administration and Public Works Director. Um, also with us today, we do have a special guest that will come on a little bit later on in the show, and that is our Director of Human Resources. Sources, Donna O'Hara. So we are super excited to have her and she is going to give us an update um, about the hiring going on in the county. And so there's some pretty exciting updates there. So the first thing that we're going to do is um, always give you the update uh, with the lawsuit situation. We're kind of at a stagnant moment at this point. We're still waiting. Um, I know that they're um, gathering some evidentiary support, you know, with our case, um, and we're just waiting. Actually, on our way out over here, we saw uh, Ms. Witz, who is uh, defending us, or uh, you know, throughout this, and uh, she said we're just kind of waiting. So it's just a waiting game at this point in time. And I think the council has almost to the 19th, I think, to respond. So. Yeah, they have 30 days to respond to our initial filing. Right. So that's where we are right now. And if anything else happens, of course, you know that we will give you the update. Um, so council meeting last night. So we have a little bit of a recap uh, from the council meeting. So first and foremost, I guess we'll start with the resolutions. So there were two resolutions that passed um, and one of them, they were both appointments. So it yes. was kind of interesting. So do you want to fill the viewers in on what happened with the council meeting? Yeah, so uh, we have a collective bargain agreement that we have to negotiate with, with our deputies who are part of the uh, Fraternal Order Police. And so we need a collective bargaining uh, attorney, an attorney that's you know knows labor law, contract law, that kind of thing. So we've uh, the council, thanks to them, approved us bringing on an attorney, uh, Ms. Cheryl Brown, and he she works with our former lieutenant governor um, Boyd Rutherford. So he was kind enough to come, you know, from Howard County down to be in front of appear in front of the uh, council. And Ms. Brown was uh, there virtually. It went it went really well, and they passed they passed it unanimously. And then also we had a vacancy at our airport for the deputy position. Tony Rudy, who does a great job out there managing the airport, um, had that number two position. So Tony's been doing a lot of work. He's been filling in both top two positions. So, um, so that was approved as well. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting because it was a little bit different than our other appointments. Um, uh, they were able to kind of speed this one up, which hasn't happened in the past, even though we've asked for it. Um, and this was only in legislative session. We didn't ask for a legislative session, but we asked for the confirmation and they put it in legislative session. So um, I'm not sure where that plays. I think it sort of reiterates our point that the council very much controls the agenda. But we are so happy for both. Um, like I said, it was so great for former Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford to be with us last night at the council meeting. He sort of saw some starstruck eyes, I think, in the uh, audience and then, of course, with our council. So it's always nice that he's with us. He's such a great man. And then, um, you know, for us to have a new deputy director. So that's exciting. Well, and one of the things I used to say, you know, coming from the Hogan administration, I, and, you know, I worked for, for Governor Hogan, and, and there's no disrespect toward him, but every time that I would do something with the lieutenant governor, sometimes I had to staff him being an intergovernmental affairs so he would go on a visit to harford county or one time i did a tour of berlin for him 
And every time I hung out with the Lieutenant Governor Rutherford, I learned something. He's so brilliant. And and he sort of has a very reserved manner, but he is incredibly funny. He's an incredibly humorous guy, too, which you might not pick up on it if you were just to meet him once or something. So it was great to see him last night. And, of course, you know, thanks to the council for, for the vote on both of those items. Yeah, we were very excited about that. So excited for our airport, excited for Tony Rudy to, to get some help out there. And so, you know, well needed, especially for all the great things that we have going on at our airport, which we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. Um, I was actually excited about the open work session that they had. So um, as it stands right now, um, if we have an accidental death uh, with an officer um, in the line of duty, um, you know, the widow or widower is, is awarded an accidental death benefit. I guess it could go to the kids as well, um, you know, depending on their family uh, situation. Um, unfortunately, though, the way that the law reads is that they have to pay taxes on that. Um, and unfortunately, that's where we are in this county right now. Um, and so we are very excited to do a letter of support. I know the council's going to do a letter of support. I actually was with uh, ben Barnes, who is the chair of appropriations, and he was talking about this exact bill and putting this in. And so we'll be able to fix that to where they will not have to pay taxes on it, that it'll be a tax-free entity, which it should be. I mean, yeah. and I think that you agree on that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then the last thing I just wanted to talk about was the comments. So I actually uh, stood up, did a public comment. Um, I, there might have been some shocked faces, but I was actually very grateful. We had some of the council members that we met with, um, or I met with, um, it was uh, Councilman Merritt and Councilman, or Vice President Baker and, uh, and uh, Councilman Wynn. And then I know the city was in contact with uh, Councilwoman Shields uh, about the fire service agreement. So it seems like we're moving in a good direction for that. Yeah, the fire service agreement will be on an upcoming um, council meeting where uh, my understanding is the city will appear, will appear, and it looks like we've negotiated a, a good deal that, you know, we'll, we'll, we obviously need council input, you know, to get it through the budget and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It looks like the, uh, you know, negotiations sometimes are tough and there's a back and forth, but it looks like we've come to at least the deal in principle and, uh, you know, we'll see... Uh, We'll see how it goes in front of the council. Yeah, absolutely. And when I was talking to the council members, they seemed, um, you know, after providing the data and showing them everything, they seemed very, I mean, they were understanding of everything and seemed that it was okay. So it seems like, yeah, that we will can check that off of our plate. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we had a couple of other comments. I don't even know if that's an episode that we really need to get into right now. That might be its own episode, maybe a little bit later on. So we'll yeah. skip over the rest of the comments. If you watch the council meeting, you'll probably know which comments I'm talking mm -hmm. about. But we'll go ahead and move on to our exciting updates. So today, uh, we had the opening of Pirate's Wharf, which was really exciting. So we were out there yesterday with uh, some news crew, and uh, they were filming, and it's really exciting. So what do you think this means for the West Side to have Pirate's Wharf? So when I, wor when I worked at Department of Natural Resources, the two drivers for um, people going to the state parks around Maryland were water access and walking trails. And this is something that has both. It's also in a, a more remote area of our county so there's not the hustle and bustle there's not the density so it really is kind of a place that you can go and get away from get away from it all um, you know right there on the water it's incredibly peaceful uh, and then we have there's a great playground there as well and it's one that we we did the soft launch today but with the understanding that more amenities are coming kayak launch boat launch th those sorts of things are coming um, but we really, as soon as possible, wanted to open it up because this was, this was uh, many hands over many years to get it to where it's at, including 
former county executive uh, Bob Culver was very passionate about this project. And, you know, I feel incredibly grateful that, you know, sort of, I don't know how to say it, but but fate has, uh, has allowed you and I to be the custodians of this and, and sort of as the launch, given that, you know, how many people have been involved and, and we were able to, uh, working with Steve Miller and everyone at, at Reckon Parks and, and the contractors get it to the point where we opened it. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a very exciting time. And I think that it means so much to so many people. And like you said, I think this was like a 20 year project. Um, so having that, you know, initial opening today was really, really exciting. So I'm happy if you haven't been out to Pirate's Wharf yet, please, please go out there, see it. It's gorgeous. There's something for everyone. Yes, there's a playground, but yes, you have the water access. Yes, there are trails, but there's also a really amazing pavilion there. It's beautiful. Um, you can have a family reunion there, a birthday party there, even a wedding there. So um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an exciting time for the west side of the community, really for the whole county, but definitely for the west side. And then we just got back from New York, right? So that was an exciting trip. It rained the whole time while we were there, but we were up there for our credit bond rating um, and uh, went to two different companies, uh, two different agencies, and I think we pitched a, a really good plan. And I think that um, while our credit rating might not change right now, we know that we're moving in a positive direction and I feel that energy, you know, I think that they were really impressed by, you know, all the things that we're doing in the county. And I have to give a big shout out to Pam and Dave Ryan and Wayne Strasberg, um, you know, for coming with us and, uh, you know, and pitching that. So what did you think? Yeah, we had we had a very good this is, you know, both of our first time um, and we had a very good meeting. And it's sort of one of those things you going in. You know, my concern is, okay, how much of this is going to be a conversational type of meeting versus, you know, someone with a stiff upper lip kind of looking down on us, you know, <laughs> kind of almost like an interrogation or very formal. But, but to, you know, my relief and, and, you know, great surprise was it was very conversational with both Moody's and Standards and Poor. And we really, they had really smart questions to us and we had some questions back to them to go along with our presentation and every everyone uh, really did well uh, what we found out too was you know different people present things differently I really feel like Dave Ryan probably in you know memorizes what he's gonna say and you know <laughs> even you know um, mannerisms and stuff you know shovel ready sites yes you know? he loves the shovel ready <laughs> sites loves, yeah so he does. <laughs> um, so and then you and I we're kind of similar in that we will memorize the point, the major points we need to hit, and then we sort of feel more comfortable flowing, and we can kind of cover the same ground in two different meetings, saying it, you know, a little bit differently. We get the same ground and same impact, and it was interesting to see that. And you know, Pam is is awesome in finance, and 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 then Wayne, Wayne, who had. The, you know, who has been going to New York, so, you know, over the years as administrator several times. So he kind of got the back cleanup and mm -hmm. bring it all home, take take the presentation and everything, you and I and Matt and, and uh, Pam and Dave, Dave said, bring it all home and then sort of make the final uh, pitch, pitch, which was great. Yeah, and he did great. I mean, I thought there was nobody better than, you know, than Wayne to have do that. So we were happy about that. Um, and then I was just going to talk about two other things. Um, we got an airplane. So we were talking about the airport updates. So two days ago, two days ago, I was out at the airport. Uh, Matt and I drove out there. Uh, $390,000 out of our grant money uh, was spent um, on a new aircraft. Well, I say new. It was in, I heard 63, but then they said 69. I don't remember what year the airplane was. But it flew here from Mississippi. The driver was hopping on the Bay Runner and going maybe to BWI to fly back out. Um, but it was exciting because uh, they are going to be taking this airplane apart and putting it back together. 
Um, I was teased that this was going to be the uh, executive jet. I don't really know if I want to go back up in the air after they do it. I, you know, I'll probably let somebody else do that. But um, we're really excited. And if you haven't seen the interview, uh, there was an interview done. And Tony Rudy does such a great job. And you get to see the airplane on WMDT. So feel free to look that up. Um, and it gives a little bit more information about this. But it's a next step, right? That's for the right. AMT. It's another milestone for that historic partnership that, that we're going to have or that we have with UMES to do that school. Yeah. So. So we're super pumped about that. And then last but not least, we were also out of the office for the crab and clam bake. So that was exciting. I do have to say, though, if you've ever, if you've ever been to the Taw's crab and clam bake, it used to be in July, hottest day of the year typically. Now it's in the fall, which I think is so much better. But we could definitely tell it was not an election year. So you don't see as many people. There's not as many signs. You know, there's not that hustle and bustle. But still a good time. We had a really good time. We got to see a lot of our friends in Annapolis and across the state. So that was really good. Yeah, the governor was there. Several members of the General Assembly were there. Several local elected officials were there. Our Tri-County Council members of that were there. Different staffs from rural Maryland Council. So it is a great networking event. And the great thing about it not being in July, if you've ever attended in July and stood in that line on the blacktop waiting to get crabs, <laughs> that is some kind of unique, miserable, you know, that is, the miserable index is really high there doing that. So this we did not allow it. There was a little bit of localized flooding there, but but it was really uh, literally a cool event temperature-wise. Yes. And, and just a very, the, the weather, other than that, that rain that happened the day before, the day of, the weather was actually fine. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really good to get to get to know more people or, or strengthen your bonds with people across the state. Well, and if Chris Field was ever having a hard time telling people that sometimes Chris Field floods, that was a great example. So there was leadership all across the state witnessing, you know, what happens at high tide sometimes. And that's just, you know, we had a lot of rain because of the hurricane. So, all right. Well, other than that, I uh, get to say goodbye to Bunky at this point in time because we are going to be joined by Donna O'Hara, our uh, Human Resources Director. So, Bunky, thank you so much for being here and uh, always giving, you know, always be always willing to give us the updates for the county. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll see you next time. All right, sounds good. All right, and now joining me in the studio is our Director of Human Resources, Donna O'Hara. So Donna, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to tell everybody what's going on in Wicomico County and HR. <laughs> yes, so we are super excited. So Donna joined us in the Human Resources Department right around the time that um, I kind of came on. So she was a little bit, a couple weeks after me. Um, but the changes that have happened in human resources are just monumental, and I think they um, really speak volumes um, because we've had a lot of hiring. Um, there's been a little bit of, you know, some people leaving in certain areas, but I feel like that's just across the state in certain areas. But we filled a lot of positions, and I think that uh, her and her whole team are really trying different ways to recruit and retain. So what have you got for us? Because I know you got a lot going on. We so. do, yep. We hosted our uh, first job fair in a couple of years. We actually um, had it at the Civic Center. We had two different sessions, and we had a great turnout. We actually got a lot of applicants, and we've actually hired some several people from that job fair. So thank you, Steve Miller and the Civic Center for your opportunity to, uh, giving us the opportunity to do that for the first time in a few years. Uh, in addition to that, we've had 
almost 30 new hires in the last few weeks. We've had hired a principal civil in, civil engineer, so that has been needed a that position. We, we did. needed that. <laughs> it was open for a very long time. We got a Texas A&M graduate, and he's fantastic, and he's really fit, uh, fitting in well and learning the ropes really well. I stopped by and saw him today. <laughs> I was actually giving out um, one of the employee of the month. And uh, it wasn't him, but it was his next door neighbor, but I stopped in and saw him. And yeah. He first looked scared when I came in, but after that, he opened up a little bit. He was telling me about, because he's living at the Ross, mm -hmm. and so he was telling me about the Ross building. He's getting the whole downtown Salisbury experience. He really is. County, so, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm envious that he has to just walk across the street. Today, right, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 7.55, he can leave, and he's not late. He's there early, so. Yep. Yeah. Also, in Public Works, we have our new fleet coordinator we just hired, as well as about seven other positions that we filled within the last couple of weeks. And again, several of those came from the job fair. Uh, in both roads and in solid waste. In corrections, we have about six or seven new correctional officers that are going to be starting soon. Uh, in the sheriff's office, we hired our heroin data coordinator and our building manager for our new public safety building, um, and that was that that was a needed position as well. And um, not to interrupt you, I just wanted to sure. jump back to corrections really quick. Sure. This is one of well, I know we had talked about roads and solid waste, but corrections is always hard. It's such a so all of my correction officers. I don't want to say mine because they're not just mine. Our correction officers, thank you for what you do every single day because I know that job is tough and we do see a turnover, mm -hmm. unfortunately. But a lot of it has to do it's hard to get them in the academy too because there's a limited space and you know a lot of different things that I think that are working right and just the that, nature so. of the job it's a very difficult job and they don't uh, I think they're um, underappreciated and under recognized for the, the work that they do so that is absolutely the truth um, also uh, in the sheriff's office like I said we hired our heroin data coordinator coordinator and our building manager also um, in uh, emergency services we have our new hazmat coordinator he came in and got his paperwork today and he'll be starting soon uh, orientations tomorrow for those guys and we have several interviews on next Wednesday for our lead radio tech and our radio tech, which are also kind of tricky positions. There's a lot of technical difficulty in some of the things that they have to do and a lot that they need to have under their belt, a lot of certifications, a lot of lingo during the interviews. I didn't know half of it. I just was like, <laughs> I wouldn't okay. know it either. I wouldn't know it either. <laughs> I'll ask my HR questions. You do your thing. <laughs> right, right. So, and then um, at the airport, as we said, we have our new deputy director of aviation. We met him yesterday. He came in and got his paperwork and last night got confirmed. So very exciting. And in planning and zoning, probably a couple of months ago now, we had our, finally got our uh, senior GIS specialist, which was a tough one to fill. And our, we have a new community, community, planner of community development, excuse me, which was an internal hire, someone that we're really excited to watch her move through, uh, move through planning and zoning and move up in her career. In addition, we have two new part-time security ladies that we were able to steal from the city. Um, their jobs were um, pretty much eliminated there because of the parking garage system that they're working on now. But we stole them, and they are doing a great job, and we just love seeing their fresh faces every day, and they love what they're doing, so that's nice. And then uh, in local management board, we hired uh, two of our contractual full-time people very quickly. Uh, very, very impressive resumes with them. And we have a couple more positions that we're getting ready to fill for them as well. So like I said, we're about 27 to 30 positions that we filled in the last month, half, six months, six weeks. 
or so. So we're, we're moving and grooving. Yeah. I want everybody to please make sure that you visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course our, our Facebook or our website to make sure that you keep up with all of our openings. Yeah. So. <laughs> so besides the job fairs, what, like, what do you guys, like, what else are you guys doing like to draw people in? I mean, I always see you're doing like, so you, we have Canva, mm -hmm. right? So we're doing the Canva ads. Right. We've really upgraded and given, given all of our job ads a facelift with pictures and graphics and just updated information with the salaries and things like that. Um, they were kind of bland and didn't have anything that kind of showed what the job was about. So we've kind of just gotten into that kind of detail and we share that out on, uh, we've changed those on the website, but we also put those all out on mm -hmm. social media. And our social media and our likes and our whatever the data they call it, um, they have all kinds of fancy data words, but we go through and we analyze all of that and our hits have gone through the roof on all of those. Um, Anthony knows all the lingo, so he catches all that. <laughs> I do the Facebook one. Yeah, but, leave it on somebody but, else. I but like people it, yeah. are sharing and liking, and I think we, from what I gather, because I've only been in the position a little while from those that have been in the department for a while, the amount of really good candidates is really, it's gone through the roof in the last few months, so we're yeah. excited. And I definitely want to take advantage. I was reading somewhere that the trend is sort of changing. Sometimes people will leave the government job and go to the private sector, and then sometimes they're leaving the private sector and coming to government. Right. And I think that's the trend that we're starting to see. I think yes. some people had left us for a little bit, you know, and now are looking for, I don't know, whether it's stability or the benefits or whatever right. it is, but we have a lot of great things. Right. Um, you know. And we are putting our benefits out there, too. We have a video that we post on Facebook as well, and we have it running in the GOB, uh, Government Building. Um, that has a whole list of what our benefits are and what they really mean and kind of have it spelled out. And then uh, one of our newest um, HR specialists has also done a kind of a one-pager that we give out and set, make sure that people are aware of uh, as far as what our benefits are. Because I think that was something that wasn't really... Um, uh, accentuated and really put out there to make even our current employees that have been here for a while really understand what value they get in their total rewards package with us. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, another good thing is, is that when they come to human resources, there's a change in location, right? Because before yes. they were down in the basement Yay! and <laughs> and it was, I, I, I never liked it. I really didn't. And so it worked out that LMB, um, which I know in the last show we had Tim on and he was telling us where the new LMB office is right. and that opened up some space upstairs. Have you noticed a change in whether it's your staff or people coming in or just stopping in and has that really helped you? My staff are so happy to have some sunshine <laughs> and to be out of the basement and yeah. just be, when people walk by, they were able to say, hey, and they can come in and talk a little bit more because you really never walked by us before. Um, it, it, it's, it's, they're elated. Corey has seen sunshine for the first time in 19 years <laughs> on a daily basis. So happy we could do that for I them. Know, yeah. It's exciting. So, but we are getting more foot traffic, and I feel like just having our door open all the time, we're just getting to talk to people more. And again, our ads are right outside the door, so we'll see somebody who comes in for something else, stand in front of our ads and kind of read everything, and then they'll come in and ask for an application. And that wouldn't have happened before. So. Right, yeah. And it's kind of nice. So um, if you haven't walked in um, in the GOB lobby, there is a TV there. And so Corey and, and you and Paula, just everybody in HR was like, we're utilizing this. We're posting right there. So kind of took it. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. You know, it's, it's like a walking billboard and it's great. And I think that it really just uh, it adds to it. And the office is so welcoming. You go in and there, it's, it's colorful and just welcoming and it's just wonderful. So and there's always in. candy. <laughs> and candy. So you can always stop by and get a snack too. So. Yep. All right.
right. Well, I know our time is getting ready to run out. Is there anything else that you wanted to add from Human Resources? Just keep an eye on all of our social media and LinkedIn and everything. And even if you're not looking for a job, have somebody, if you know somebody who is, please send them our way. And always, our door is always open. So you're always welcome, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, to pop in and just say hi and introduce yourself and drop them a resume. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, there might be something that comes available. You know, you never really know. So, right. well, like I said, we are so grateful to have Donna. Um, and I stole her from the private sector. So, <laughs> nonprofit world. Um, so I was happy to have her. And so she has been just phenomenal and just amazing in her role. So thank you thank for you. everything that you do. I love the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So, well, that uh, takes us to, to uh, pretty much the end of the show. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, I do want to let you all know that it will be close to four weeks before the next episode because Donna and I will not be here. You typically on the Wednesday that we shoot this because we will be in Nashville not partying, I wish we were, but no, we are there for a collective bargaining agreement conference, which is yep. super important. As we mentioned earlier, we just got the attorney, so we need to make yep. sure that we're well-versed in a yep. lot of things. Yeah. Yep. So we're Absolutely. excited about that. Yes. So a lot of knowledge, good professional development, I think, for both of us. 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> well, as you know, I always end with a quote, and so our quote for the day is, if you've got to tell them to carry the bricks, they are not the ones to build with. Thank you so much, and we all have. You, hope you have a great day.